number 12 at the Polarino Palace. Yellow. Red, green, blue. What's Gucci, gang? Let's, let's get into it. Let's get right into it, huh? Yeah, just going to drop a little knowledge uh, as I tend to in the beginning of the pod. Pod number 12. Number 12 is actually the number of completion. And I thought that was funny because you know who wears number 12? TB12, Aaron Rodgers, Joe Namath. You see, one plus two, one and two are prime numbers. And that's the beginning of a concept. And just like football and offense, quarterbacks are the beginning of the concept. And that's where 12 comes from. I don't know if that's why wow, he that's wears it. that's mind blown. I'm mind that's... blown, bro. I'm mind blown, bro. You, you teach me something new every every day. You know, I looked that up on Tuesday. I've been waiting to say it all week, you know? You've been acting weird, and I can see why now. <laughs> <laughs> you just broke it out, baby, like Superman. All right, well, will you will you plug our other podcast really quick while I light this, this cigar up for yeah, us? I think I can do that. Sorry, guys. So, if you this is your first time listening. We've been working on a few smaller podcast to fill out our Cigars and Sports Network. We have a basketball-only podcast known as Faded Away. We have a baseball-only podcast known as The High Cheese. THC. THC, which Josh kind of made unknowingly. And then we also have a XFL podcast that we're in the mix coming up with our next pod, and that is called Wildcat Press. Or we have either Wildcat Press Wildcat Times or Wildcat Times. LA Wildcat Times. LA Wildcat Times. LA Wildcats Times or LA Wildcats Press. And then we also... Guest pod. Yeah, we have our guest pod that we're going to be working on here soon with Barry Luke. He had a family dinner. So we have a lot of things on there. Um, We have a lot of things on the horizon, and I hope you guys will uh, join us on it because we are going to try to take over the world here. Yeah, starting it off this week, pod number 12, we got Gronk Beach uh, during Super Bowl LIV. I mean, it's LIT up in this bitch. Uh, Gronk Beach, he's going to say number one party festival of all time. Uh, free food. I heard food. you have your pre-sale tickets. Is that correct? Pre-sale tickets, one ninety-nine today, guys. Free food, six hours of no, yeah, free food, six hours of all you can drink. Um, Diplo, Cascade, Ricky Rose, Carnage, Three Car- Lau, Flo Rida, and some guy named K Razor. I don't know who that guy is, but I'm assuming he's a DJ of some sort. No, no, Mister Three Hundred. Mr. Worldwide, I mean. No, Mr. Worldwide, unless uh, he's making a special appearance. I feel like he will be. For Gronk, for Miami, I could see him there. Second one on the list today. And it, it kind of went big today, too, so it's good we're touching base on it. Um, Miles Garrett and Mason Rudolph, they had their public hearing today, at least for Miles Garrett. Um, came out saying, you know, uh, I didn't want to tell the, the media and everything, but he came out really, really, really sorry, really, really sincere. And, um, you know, he basically said, you know, Mason Rudolph started this by, by saying some racial slurs. So I want to hear your take on it, guys. Yeah, there was kind of a mention of the racial slur. There was no evidence of it. But, I, I mean, I'm not going to say Miles Garrett is lying. But I do think he deserves the indefinite suspension of the year. He kind of did act out. Yes, there is precedent. 
with Antonio Smith in the preseason, and Dominican Sue, and then most notoriously Albert Hainsworth getting, but they did not get the the full suspension. But that's assault with deadly. Like you know what I mean? Like if I don't, I don't know. Like if it, of course it's football and football. So players. did he get it taken down to six games really quick? Sorry for interrupting. I don't know that. I heard something about it, but. I think he, no, he appealed to get it down to six games, but it got it got upheld. overruled. Okay, yeah, it got um, upheld. Uh, Pouncey's got reduced. Pouncey's got reduced. One of the the Browns' defense alignments got reduced. But the one thing that does stick out for me too is is like you said, assault with a deadly weapon. Um, police said they weren't going to get into the the case, and I thought that was not the right move. Um, I think he should obviously be suspended and fined by the league, but then also. You know what I mean? Get a misdemeanor on his record and, and have to deal with uh, the court. You know what I mean? And stuff yeah, like Mason, that. Mason Rudolph was in the wrong here, too. I feel he was antagonistic. He he said that he used the racial slur and that kind of he kind of blacked out probably in an anger. But I don't know. I don't I don't see he did or he didn't. He didn't use a racial slur. For no, him. but I feel whatever whatever cause. Well, I mean, Garrett yeah, words did. were said when you look at the video. He grabs his face mask first, you know what I mean? He's grabbing it. He got pushed. He grabs Miles Garrett's face mask. Obviously, he looks like a little bitch doing it, going down. Um, and then Miles Garrett retaliates and kind of pulls it off. And then that's when, like, pouncing and everyone comes in. Um, my whole thing is, you know what I mean? If he was using the N-word and everything, um, you know what I mean? How many players of Mason Rudolph's really would have backed him up, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, that's that, that's true also. Do you think that was his last thing as a Brown? you think he's done as a Brown? No, I think he has too much talent. I think he's going to take the year off and, and you know what I mean, go back next year. The thing is, it was a fight. Obviously, it was a fight and it was a terrible fight. But it's not like one of those character things like Mike Vick where he's killing dogs, you know what I mean? Where yeah, it's unacceptable to the public. Like, right now, we're like, all right, you know what I mean? That, you can't act that way, but... There's no one here that doesn't think that he can grow up as a person, you know what I mean, and, and grow out of this. It's not one of those, like, drug dealing, you know what I mean, gang banging, dog killing type things that, you know, really stains. That's just a football player being a football player. Yeah, you know what I mean, and, yeah. and, and getting in a fight. We all get that. Obviously, he took it to the wrong level, but uh, I think re- missing the rest of the year is really going to... Do you agree, though, he should be suspended the oh, rest of the oh, year? Yeah, most certainly. Yeah. If not, a few games in the beginning of the year, too. You know, yeah. you could do a whole year suspension, 16 games. Yeah, okay, right that, would make, that would make sense because I do not see them making the playoffs. So um, that would make sense for a 16-game full suspension. What are we on to next? We're going to go on to those statement games. Um, six teams made a good statement in the NFL. We decided some of them, uh, you know what I mean, are those playoff statement teams? Other ones were so just scrapped together or W, you know, maybe they weren't having the best year so far. But the first team, 49ers versus Cardinals. The 49ers won by 10 points, actually pushed the spread. They're down going into the fourth quarter. Uh, anything special? Because I know Kyle Shanahan is your favorite coach, guys. Some people I saw got it at nine and a half, though. Really? I got it at 10. Um, I know I've read a few articles talking about it having at 10 right before the game and it was kind of funny how they how they crawled back But yeah back to the game following the Monday night shootout with rival Seattle Niners were tested once again with the Cardinals who they played on Halloween night if I remember correctly But before Vegas was busted on the last second garbage 
turnover touchdown like you just mentioned. Uh, Garoppolo found his stride, throwing for four touchdowns, 425 yards, including six of seven on a game-winning drive, which is most important because winners want to win. And uh, it, they're going to really be tested coming up, upcoming here against Green Bay. So they they were down early. They were down 16 nothing early, and they came back. So Garoppolo needs to stop throwing the ball into the uh, inter- the defender's hands. He keeps getting away where defenders keep dropping it. So if he can limit that, then the 49ers will stay on top. Yeah. Um Packers, great pass rush. The run defense is um, <clears throat> average, you know, above average. I think the 49ers will kind of lean on that. Hopefully they get Kittle back this week. It's going to be a great game, though. Um, obviously, 49ers went 8-0 or whatever to start off, and now they're playing some good teams. So let's see what kind of football team they really are. Next game, 27-23. Uh, Vikings down 20-0. They came back and won. I know you came home and... And kind of asked me about that game. Um, Vikings, are they the most balanced team in the NFL? I would say so because the 49ers are more run heavy. But I would say that the the, the Vikings are the most balanced. Because I'm trying to think of those top teams. The Ravens, you know, the Vikings have a better defense, I would say. Uh, Ravens, too. Like, it's just too Lamar Jackson-y, you know. I guess the Vikings, they're, they're as good as Kirk Cousins is, you know. And when he's throwing... I think he 29 for 35. Yeah, three touchdowns. And uh, the defense stepped up, Josh. They only allowed three. They were down 20 to nothing, as you mentioned. They only allowed three second-half points. And the offense got 20 in the fourth quarter. So when your offense can score in the clutch time in the fourth like that, that's going to really, you know, that's going to set yourself apart. And Kirk, like you said, 29 to 35, he's been playing out of his world. So... Uh, Stephon Diggs, I don't think there's any talk that he's not a number one wide receiver. You know what I mean? I know everyone shied away from that at the beginning of the year. He's showing out. And two touchdowns by their tight ends. I know that's a new thing in football, um, so that's pretty cool to see. Irv Smith and Kyle Rudolph. Uh, next game, I know you didn't want to talk about it, so we'll just go over the score. 41-7, to Ravens over Texans. Lamar Jackson had four total touchdowns. I don't know what else you really want to say. Uh, everyone's saying he's the MVP. I still think Russ is going to take it at the end of the day. Uh, mark that down. But uh, Yeah, I'll touch base more in the power rankings. <clears throat> Jets over the Redskins, 34-17. to Really great game to see. Sam Darnold had four touchdowns this game. Obviously didn't see any ghosts. Um, Redskins aren't the best team, but you know, their defense isn't absolutely terrible um, from what I can remember. No, they have a couple of... Uh Alabama defensive lineman Jonathan Allen and uh, Payne, uh, Jerron Payne, Kerrigan might be still in there. Sweats, so. Montez Sweat, who's on the all the uh, that guy's got a he's set up with Old Spice for the rest of his life. So Jets defense though, Josh, they uh, had six sacks and Jamal Adams had three of them. I keep wanting to play him in fantasy, and this was this would have been the week to play him. Let me tell you that much. Definitely, I guess you got a little trigger shy. Haskins, um, guys, AP, please get this guy off that team. You know what I mean? I want to see him run with some some conviction for 
for some actual matter. But Geis did have his best play so far in his career, 45-yard touchdown screen pass. So good to see that. Shout-out Darius Geis. <clears throat> Cowboys had a good game over the Lions, 35-27. to I know I uh, stated kind of a hidden stat that Cowboys had the number one offense in the season so far. Dak Prescott with a cool, silent 444 passing yards. Quads wild. Quads wild. Where'd you hear that? You make that up. Yeah, I just made that up. Yeah. My boy. Quads wild. Michael Bennett, two sacks this game. Second game as a Cowboy. Uh, I read an article saying if you play for the Patriots, any defense is easy to learn. So I think he's a good fit that for that team. What do you say? No, yeah, I agree. He's going to – him with Demarcus Lawrence, I believe, went down, right? So he'll he'll get some more playing time now. And uh, he learned a lot in New England in a short time there, and I'll, I believe he'll be able to translate that over to the Dallas Cowboys locker room. Last team, Saints, they came back after that terrible loss to the Falcons, taking out the Bucks, 34-17. to um, Drew Brees, three touchdowns, 228 yards, nothing too crazy, but four interceptions by that defense. Um, you know, it's a fast defense. They really get after the quarterback. Uh, not the best against the run, but when Jameis is trying to sling the ball around, obviously they took advantage of it. Yeah, I was glad to, I was glad to see that. James, well, glad to see that they took advantage of James because Jameis looked like a mess Sunday. Like you said, three for four interception. But I was glad to see that the team was able to add a little bit of a run game. Kamara had 10, or 75 yards on 13 carries, and he also had 10 catches. So they're trying to utilize, they're trying to keep Kamara in the game as much as they can with as little to as most successes are trying. But they're going to try, and that's going to break here soon. So just keep, they're going to keep fucking away. That's something to watch here. Um, wrapping it up really quick as far as NFL goes, um, top 10 power rankings. Um, just want to go over the teams really quick. Me and Kai split it up 10 each. Kai, why don't you start us off 10 through 6. Um, we can go from there. All right. Number 10, Josh, I have Dallas. Like you mentioned, they're the number one ranked offense, and I honestly had no clue of that, so... That's something for really to keep watch as they go against the number one defense this weekend against uh, New England. Number nine, I have Kansas City. Mahomes is more healthy, so that's something to watch. Their defense had four interceptions. Granted, it was against Phillip Rivers, but maybe that comp, maybe that game was something to give them that they can play real, real uh, defense. Number eight, I have Philadelphia. Josh, they played your New England Patriots tough. Maybe it was the weather, or maybe not, but. They they're starting to figure things out. Their Carson Wentz continues to miss on deep balls. So if he can figure that out, then they could score maybe one and a half, two more touchdowns a game. Number seven, I have Nola. The wind put them back in the saddle, but let's see them if they can continue to seventy-five yards on the ground from Kamara is not enough. They need to get over a hundred if they want to be Super Bowl contenders. And number six, Josh, I have Green Bay. They have a big game this weekend. They can make it up big. They can move up big here if they can beat San Francisco. Aaron Jones is starting to separate himself as a top 10 running back. So I'm curious to see how the Sunday night game goes. What do you have 10 to 6? Yeah, number 10, I have the Chiefs bringing up the caboose. Um, Patty Mahomes is getting healthy, as you said. 
Every time they score a touchdown, it's by some random guy or, or um, Travis Kelsey, I feel like. I like that Hardman guy. Yeah, Hardman, or I think there's another guy that caught it the other day. Um, nine, I have the Texans. Uh, big win tonight. Um, you know, <clears throat> that Hopkins, Fuller's back. I think that's going to help out a lot. Eight, I got the Cowboys, them boys. Uh, I think it'll be a closer game than people think as far as against the Patriots. I don't see them winning, but I see the Cowboys still taking that division for sure. Seven, I have the Saints went back and forth. You know, now it's getting pretty tough as far as the seven through like three teams go. Um, Saints, like I said, played great, but it, it was against the Bucks. And then number six, I'm going to go with Minnesota. Um, I stated probably the most balanced team in the NFL if Kirk Cousins playing well. Um, and I, I just really like the way they're rolling right now. Um, I'll go to five, five through one. Packers really quick. It's going to be a great game against the Seahawks. Whoever wins, is, loses, is going to get out of the top ten. Four, I got the, the 49ers, which is that Monday night game. Three, I got Seattle. I love Russ behind that line. Um, and that receiving core is getting really, really good. Two, the Ravens. Lamar Jackson, uh, I'm not sold to call them the number one team, which is the Patriots. I know a lot of teams are trying to dispute that with that dominant play. But, um, you know, you got to beat them twice through the world champs. Yeah, we have a lot of the same here, Josh. Number five, I have Minnesota. They came back from 20. Dalvin won't have another game where he only gets 26 yards again this season. I'll bet that. Number four, I have the 49ers. They also came back to beat the Cardinals. Jimmy G's got to stop hitting defenders in the hands, like I mentioned earlier. Too many almost interceptions, including that Seattle game. Speaking of Seattle, number three, Seattle. Much needed by, and I do not see Russell changing much up as far as not turning the ball over. Number two, I have Baltimore. They're the hottest, probably, they're probably the hottest team in the late league. They kick my Texans ass. Lamar is a complete superstar. He, the run game is legit. They got over 200 yards. And their legit defense is starting to look like the old 1990s, early 2000s Ravens. And number one, Patriots. Their offense struggled in cold weather, though. But then it took a double pass from Edelman to win the game. So there are question marks on the offense. They do get Isaiah win back this week. So that is something to watch. Again, I have been mentioning that. But it took a double pass from Edelman to win it. Tom, look, he missed deep a lot. So that I don't know what he... You watched the game. Did you get to watch the game or no? Yeah, he, he missed deep. It wasn't the smoothest game. Um, Belichick had a few trick plays back, you know what I mean, trying to change the direction, just to get some some flow or some movement in there. Uh, but, you know, as the Patriots are, they're, they're going to look at that and, and kind of move along. Harry's going to get more and more healthy, so I'm excited to see how they're going to incorporate the rookie into the offense. Um, we're going to take a little break and uh, go into commercials, guys, and we'll be right back. Ladies, do you need a hot date? <clears throat> do you need a little sexual pleasure? Well, email jrllc at outlook.com and I'll hook you up with one of those young hugging studs see you soon girls well 
The following statement is a word from our sponsor, Prismatic. Join us next Saturday, November 30th, as we have teamed up with Coalesce to throw a fundraiser for their desert party during New Year's. Party will take place at the Tiki Bar, our Costa Mesa home. Doors are at 8 p.m. and it's a $5 minimum donation, which goes to the infrastructure for the festival, such as bathrooms, speakers, and generators. See you there. What day is that again, guys? November 30th. See you there. Yeah, you said it right, guys. What don't I do? I've often called myself the Swiss Army Knife of life. Have you ever heard that out of my mouth? No, not till right now, so I'm glad. I've been saying it for about four or five years now. Okay. Uh, Okay. Now now you know. Okay. Mm -hmm. Good. You know, you want me to slice and dice? I'll be the knife. You want me to screw and true? I'll be the fucking screwdriver. Mm-hmm. You want me to pop a beer cap? You know what I mean? I'll be the little beer cap thing. You want me to cut something up? Just let me be the skizzers. <laughs> the Swiss Army knife of life, you know? Jesus Christ. One, if I could be 118th, this man. Well, you, there's start, you know? There's probably like eight or eight to ten tools in a Swiss Army knife. Just, just start with one. Start with one, then we go to two. Anyways, guys, <clears throat> let's get back to the podcast. Let's get back to let's the not podcast. Boast all day. Ah, felt so good though. <laughs> Could do this for for thirty minutes every day, guys. If you want me, I'm just kidding. Alrighty, <clears throat> baseball minor leagues said they're getting cut. Um, I had a little thing. Tony Reale, to me, said it best. Bull Durham. Drop the mic. Whatever you want to see after that. Minor leagues, minor league culture. It's so great. Um, you know, going to play all around the world, not world, but all around the country in baseball, travel ball, high school and all this college. I've been to so many minor league games where it's $5 tickets, dollar hot dogs, $2 beers. It's like basically WWE in the middle of the inning, you know what I mean? To get the fans attention. It's (laughs) so much cooler you know what i mean just the atmosphere just the only thing that sucks is you don't know anyone's name or but like there's actual fights you remember delman young or whatever isn't yeah, yeah delman young kicking the umpire like shit gets down in the in the minor leagues and so um you know we are in orange county are blessed with so many sports because everyone wants the la name but everyone else around the country like they don't they don't get that and they a lot of people rely on that that minor league atmosphere and and i'm kind of jealous too you know what i mean if you were some minor league home homer you know like i don't know i think it'd be pretty cool you know josh that's a really good point so i don't really think of that because a lot of the clubs that are being cut or proposed to being cut are being cut due to poor performance or i'm sorry poor attendance which makes sense you know and this has gone to a congress because a lot of jobs definitely are at stake, but if they can make if they can make this a way, I I think that this could be a way to make baseball better in a sense of that the players will be now be reassigned and it's can kind of it's gonna be survival of the fittest and you know if you don't kind of make it on the new team then adult softball is kind of maybe an opportunity. Yeah, I understand some teams are deeper than others, too. So half the league don't even have these, like, 
triple single A teams, you know what I mean? Some of them just have the single A. There's high single A, double, double low single A. There's rookie single A now. So I do kind of get where it, it gets out of place. But like you said, kids are going to lose some jobs and, and, and they're making so much money anyways. So just invest a little more, I guess, is all I have to say. Um, <clears throat> next one going on from baseball, Hall of Fame boats. Um, basically... Bunch of lists, Sean Figgins, Bobby Abreu. Raphael for call. Bunch of people that shouldn't be on the list. Billy Wagner. I thought Billy Wagner, maybe not right now, but he's... You think Billy Wagner could maybe make the Hall of Fame at one point? Derek Jeter is a first ballot Hall of Famer. I I have him on my list. Besides that, I think Scott Rowland and Andy Pettit will make the Hall of Fame eventually, not right away. Andy Pettit get caught with roids, he might have. So never I think mind. he was kind of caught up in that. Never mind. So he I think Clemens uh, stuff. I think Scott Rowland will will make it eventually. Not not the first round. Um, I saw an article saying you know this is uh just one only person, one person, Derek Jeter, and I could see that too. Um, mm-hmm. Can't, I can't believe you can vote Sean Figgins. He was all star one time. Choney. Like, don't get me wrong. His highlight of his uh, the highlight of Choney Figgins' career was pinch running for the Angels when he was a goddamn rookie. He's not a Hall of Famer. No, sorry, Choney. But I had out of the eighteen new Hall of Famers, I I picked four of them, and I picked Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Derek Jeter, and Larry Dog Walker. Yeah, just too much steroids. Um, I didn't really. There are mo- there are a lot of steroids in this draft. I put that or this draft, this class. I put that on both, but I mean, Bond seven hundred sixty two home runs, one of the sweetest swings in MLB history. Five hundred fourteen stolen bases, seven MVPs, more more steroids with Clemens. Three hundred fifty four wins, three point one two ERA. I don't know what that says. But one MVP and seven Cy Youngs, and then, yeah, Derek Jeter, for sure, first ballot. 14 All-Star selections. He's beloved by all 3,465 hits and almost 2,000 runs. Captain. The only thing you guys have to know is after Derek Jeter fucked a chick, you drive him home in a limo and give him a care basket. Care basket, yep. So, I mean, classy man right there. Classy man. Let's close it after that. We'll see you guys that faded away. Bye.